Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello there, my very good friends. Andy Murray here for What Culture Wrestling. And of the 41 wrestlers that WWE have released in 2021, two of them stand out as the most surprising. Number one, Braun Strowman. Number two, Bray Wyatt. Let go from WWE after 12 years with the company on the 31st of July, Wyatt caused a genuine shock when it was revealed the WWE were wishing him well in his future endeavours. This was a genuine internet-breaking shock on account of his popularity, his tenure, his position on the card whenever he was there, and of course, his uniqueness. Like Braun, his former stablemate, Bray came into WWE with next to no wrestling experience and was eventually built up to world title level. And also like Braun, when the time came for WWE to cut him loose, he was fed that old chestnut budget cuts as the reason. This is despite being a proven moneymaker for Vince McMahon and his empire. Bray was a measurable net positive for WWE on a financial level. Now, this has been confirmed by Fightful Select in their coverage of the situation, but also whenever one of these lists of, I don't know, top selling WWE merch items came out, Bray would usually be somewhere near the top, if not dominating the entire top five. I mean, say what you will about his creations, but they were marketable and he had a loyal, rabid fan base who were more than willing to part coin for fiend masks, let me in t-shirts and dolls and whatever else WWE came out with. And according to Fightful, this was apparently a factor in the morale dip the Bray's release from WWE has caused because if you're a wrestler and you're sitting there watching one of the company's known moneymakers just being let go, well, who's safe if they can cut that guy who's lining their pockets? But the thing about merchandise sales is that it doesn't quite mean what it used to. Being WWE's top merch seller is declining in importance to the company because according to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, the numbers collected by him which are publicly available, in 2020 WWE made just 30% of its revenue from wrestling fans and in 2021 Thurston anticipates that number shrinking to 21%. Now to put that into perspective, in 2012, which was Bray's first year on the main roster, the number was up there at 67%. Increasingly, WWE is making a smaller percentage of its revenue from selling things to you, the fan, and more 
from dealing with other businesses. It is a business-to-business enterprise these days. And unfortunately, that means that merch money is a shrinking drop in a growing ocean. But not every wrestling promotion works this way. Others are structured differently financially. And that's good news, because it bolstered Spray's prospects. He could potentially go somewhere else to another company and become a bigger financial asset to them than he was for WWE. The thing is, pinpointing his next move in pro wrestling, it's not easy. And the problem that no one wants to admit with Bray Wyatt is that he has just been let go from the one company that suited him the best. In 2021, no other company that could realistically sign this guy is going to be as welcoming of the supernatural content, of Bray's specific brand of creativity, of things that stretch the definition of professional wrestling to its very limits as the McMahon content house. And this is particularly true of WWE's closest competition. About 24 hours after Bray was let go, I put up a little poll on Twitter. I wanted to know what you, the people, think. Where do you think Bray will head next in pro wrestling? And perhaps, unsurprisingly, AEW was a popular choice. I got 2,601, don't forget the one votes, for that poll. And 55.7% of you said AEW. The other options, for the record, were New Japan and Impact. This is understandable. AEW is the second biggest wrestling promotion in the world. They have the financial clout to sign a guy like Bray, presuming the bank isn't completely empty after CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. And on top of that, they offer a greater degree of creative freedom to the wrestlers, when compared to WWE at the very least. And Bray Wyatt is unquestionably a man of many ideas, many of which made it to WWE television. So when people perceive this guy as someone who's maybe been a bit held back, maybe a little creatively unfulfilled in WWE's notoriously restrictive system, you can look at a place like AEW and go, yeah, yeah, he'd be able to do everything he wants there. But the thing is, he might not be able to do everything he wants there because I don't know if he fits this system at all, guys. Think about AEW's relationship with characters like The Fiend or supernatural stuff in general. Matt Hardy, he teleported to the ring on his debut. He was broken mad for a while. But Tony Khan has called the teleportation angle one of his biggest regrets and something he would have rejected had he put more thought into it at the time. And now Broken Matt is nowhere to be seen. Or how about Abaddon? I mean, that character is really the only other example here. Well, AEW's announcers have been quick to stress that she's not a zombie, she's a crazy person who thinks she's a zombie, and that allows her to realistically exist in that universe. Even in NXT, where the more mysterious elements of Bray Wyatt's character were largely left to the imagination, the guy skirted the line. That's not necessarily something he's going to be able to do in AEW. And we know that Bray Wyatt's brand of creativity goes far beyond traditional wrestling rules. If he can't scratch that itch, if he can't utilise the full breadth of his creativity, is he even going to be happy there? I'm not so convinced. But AEW isn't the worst fit, in my opinion, for Bray Wyatt in a post-WWE career, no. That would be New Japan Pro Wrestling. New Japan's golden era might well be over, but it's still the most reality-driven of the world's three biggest promotions, WWE and AEW being the other two. And it's just really hard to see a character like the Eater of Worlds or The Fiend or 
something similar existing in that specific universe. And with all due respect to Wyatt as a performer, he doesn't exactly have this long list of traditionally great, straightforward singles matches that you could point to and use as evidence to say, hey, yeah, he should be in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I think that when you look through his most famous matches, they're pretty heavily gimmicked. A lot of crazy stipulations in there. Some of it's kind of cartoonish. And that's not really the kind of stuff that the New Japan audience, especially in Japan, is necessarily looking for. Which brings me to another imperfect choice, Impact Wrestling. They obviously have a smaller platform, a less impressive TV deal than other promotions in the United States, and who the hell knows what their financial situation is. Bray was on a big money WWE contract, and his demands may well be enough to give Impact's accountants a big old headache. But with gimmicks like the Undead Realm, and stables and groups and characters like Decay, Impact have shown that they are more than willing to dabble in the supernatural. In fact, I personally think that Bray would have freer reign to do whatever the heck he wants there than he would anywhere else. Creatively, very least, if nothing else, he'd probably be quite happy. He'd probably get to do whatever he wants. Really, though, I mean, the saddest part of all of this is that the one promotion that would absolutely have been perfect for one of Bray's, even his wackiest creations, is gone. Lucha Underground is no longer here. Now, I'm well aware that strands of it are now bleeding over into MLW, but as a promotion, as a going concern, Lucha Underground is dead, and it's a real shame, because look at some of the stuff that promotion had. It was a lot of fun. Man-eating monsters, ninja clans, undead guys who got buried under collapsed buildings thousands of years ago. All kinds of things out with the traditional wrestling realm. Bray would have fit that place like a glove, and it probably would have been pretty damn perfect, to be honest. Sadly, however, Lucha Underground is no longer with us, and that means that, yeah, there's no perfect option for Bray Wyatt left in wrestling unless he goes back to WWE. The counterpoint to all of this is that the guy, particularly online, has a very passionate fan base. They love their guy. You don't just like The Fiend, you adore the dude. Now, it swings the other way as well. Bray Wyatt has a lot of detractors, but on the positive side of that, people are probably gonna follow him to places. If you're sitting there and he's your favorite wrestler and you can no longer watch him in WWE, I think there's a good chance that if he shows up in Impact, you're watching Impact from now on. That's a good thing, for sure. But the cost to a more reality-driven product like AEW or New Japan Pro Wrestling is greater than can be measured in merch sales and everything else. These are audiences that don't necessarily want to see when they tune in on a Wednesday night or whatever ungodly hour the New Japan show's on, they don't want to see horror movie tropes and bits and pieces like that. Things that are much more suited to a sports entertainment environment. That's my friends, from the start of his career to the end of his WWE career, has been what Bray Wyatt has done. This is where his creativity lies. Who knows if he'd even want to play a straighter character, the likes of which could fit in in one of these other companies. He might not be interested in that at all and he might find it creatively unsatisfying, like I said earlier. So it's likely that finding Bray Wyatt's next home in pro wrestling will be a game of compromises on one side or the other. And the biggest problem with all of this is that his biggest strength is also his biggest weakness in that regard. The one thing that makes him him and makes him stand out 
is what may ultimately drive other companies away from trying to fit him into their more rigid sports-centric universes, their more traditional pro-wrestling environments. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.